Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the UT Podcast by Developing Lafayette. My name is Ben Powers. I'm your host. And what we like to do with this podcast is we like to invite different business owners, different community influencers in Lafayette Parish that really highlight Lafayette Parish and what we're all about. Today is the tea. We are going to be talking about different things that Cox is involved in as far as community and different things that are going on with Cox in general. I have two uh, Cox representatives, uh, managers from Cox that uh, we are going to be talking with. So um, I will let them introduce themselves. I guess I'll go uh, let you go first if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. So I'm Louis Lemoyne. I'm the senior marketing manager for Cox Business, handle the marketing throughout the state of Louisiana for all of our systems that are located in Acadiana, also in Baton Rouge and in New Orleans. Uh, I actually live here in Acadiana and love being part of this community. All right. Good to have you. And then I got David Dockham. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, I oversee public affairs for the state of Louisiana, so Acadiana, uh, Baton Rouge, and New Orleans. Um, and I really enjoy working for our company. I live here too, I'm from here, um, but I work a lot in Baton Rouge and New Orleans as well. But luckily, we have you know incredible internet, and so I'm able to work remotely a lot of the time. Oh yeah, yeah. working <laughs> remotely is the new thing, man. Yeah, that's not it's not extremely new, but like it's coming super common. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you guys know me. I'm Ben Powers, uh, host, and I run Developing Lafayette. Uh, this is my name on the screen there. Uh, I do want to mention our sponsor. Uh, they are sponsoring three months, and so it is Sterling Automotive Group uh, with their pre-owned selection. So purchasing a pre-owned vehicle is a huge challenge uh, for many of us. I mean, it's a huge challenge for anybody that's buying a car, especially if it's your first car. Um, and it often causes undue stress and pressure on prospective owners. Well, Sterling Automotive Group wants to help remove some of that stress by providing dependable vehicles and an incredible selection. Uh, across all locations, you have direct access to over 800 quality pre-owned vehicles across five cities and three different parishes. You can check them out online at saveatsterling.com. And you can also go to their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash sterling auto they uh they have great cars i mean I'll, my last two vehicles were from there the one that i own now and then my used one and uh, i bought the used one uh 65,000 miles and never had an issue with it up to like 106,000 miles so all i had to do was keep the oil changed and uh not dog it i say dog it that's a country term i guess uh <laughs> uh Push the gas too hard. Let me just speed in it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a dependable car. Like they said, it, it's actually dependable. Um, great company. They have a lot of locations, and I'm pretty sure they're they're still growing. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll just throw that out there. And um, But again, yeah, check them out, saveitsterling.com, and on Facebook uh, at Sterling Auto. And let's continue with our conversation. So Cox is involved in Acadian in a big way, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know I'm kind of mentioning this early, but uh, there's Innovate South coming up in the middle of the month, and Cox is sponsored hugely with that with the Get Started Medical. Uh, well, yeah, we're actually the title sponsor for all of Innovate South. Not oh, just, wow. Just yeah. all, okay, all of it. Correct. <laughs> correct. Yeah, no, it's, it's all I see of, the name everywhere. Just, right. That's why. Um, we actually worked with Opportunity Machine, you know, who's part of LIDA, to help put on this event to bring 
this entrepreneurial spirit even stronger. It's already here in Lafayette, but we wanted to, you know, help bring even stronger awareness to this, not only in the state, but throughout the country. And so we have eight pitchers, um, and out of the eight pitchers, we have a lot of them coming from all over the country to actually be part of this event, which we're uh, actually, we're extremely excited about, but, and that's for the Get Started Medical. But as uh, when we were on here a couple weeks ago with Dustin, Artigo from Opportunity Machine mentioned the actual event itself, Innovate South, is a three-day event. It kicks off Wednesday night, next Wednesday night on November 13th uh, with at Rock and Bowl. There's going to be a huge event. And then on the 14th, they're going to have lectures and speakers come in to help with uh, entrepreneurs understand how business needs to be conducted, give them true life learning experiences that they can hopefully take away. That night will be the Get Started Medical Pitch Competition, which is uh, all about, you know, Cox Business in partnership with Opportunity Machine and Lafayette General Health, of course. Um, and then the next day, they're going to have Digital Media Day um, through Rally Marketing and some other partners throughout the whole event. So we're excited to be part of this great event uh, and are looking forward to see how it turns out. Uh, lots of... Uh, stressful nights to make sure we put on a good event, but I, I think it'll work out. In fact, I was just meeting with uh, the team this morning, Dustin and Catherine from Opportunity Machine, and uh, I think we're on a good place and ready to roll next week. Uh, we'll start with some bowling and then just keep on rolling straight on through. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knocking the pins down, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, man, it's, it's, it's really neat to see what's happening with Innovate South, and um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great thing that, you know, Cox is you know, in the community that, that deeply to where, you know, even entrepreneurs who may not have a single ounce of knowledge of how to get started can benefit from that. And it's all due to the support and everything from local community, especially Cox and all that good stuff. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's other things we're going to talk about. The Get Started Medical, we were going to talk about that towards the end, but I kind of brought it up right away because uh, it is we top of mind. We can bring it back at the end and remind people yeah. where to go register. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. top of mind. Um, so as far as the community involvement in uh, all things Cox, what all is Cox involved in in the community? I'll, I'll let David uh, handle that. Well, there's not much that we're not involved with. <laughs> um, Cash-wise, we contribute more than half a million dollars a year uh, in Acadiana to various uh, nonprofit agencies. One of the things that we're proudest of is our Cox Charities program, and that's where our employees actually donate money uh, out of each paycheck, and uh, we have an employee-led grant review panel, and they actually analyze uh, grants submitted by nonprofits and uh, we distribute funds twice per year, once for education, uh, for innovation and education, like special programs that are new in schools. Um, and then another program that we do is this time of year with uh, traditional nonprofits that are working to make a change in the community. So we do that. Um, we're super committed. And then we also, um, in addition to the cash, you know, uh, we've got a lot of channels. Um, so we help, <laughs> uh, we help nonprofits uh, get their word out, you know. We help nonprofits get their word out. And uh, one of the things that I like to be involved with as well is kind of helping match some of our clients with nonprofit companies or nonprofit organizations that they can match with just to make our community stronger. 
Wow. And plus, we also give a lot of just people hours in general. Oh yeah, I forgot we we pay our <laughs> we pay. Our, it's it's such a part of our culture. It's like it's weird that some you know to think other companies don't do it, but we pay our employees for sixteen hours per year for volunteer time. Um, so we pay them to go volunteer, so that uh, there's no reason why they can't get out into the communities they live in. You know, and so here in Acadiana, where we have about two hundred employees. That's a lot of volunteer hours yeah. uh, that we're putting out. And most of our employees do go over uh, the 16, oh, yeah, you know, well do over. a lot in their uh, free time as well. So, uh, but, but in terms of like our charitable giving, the things we focus on are education, uh, diversity and inclusion, and conservation. And conservation is so important, especially here when we look at what's going on with the coast. Right, you right. Know? It's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing a lot more about it, especially with uh, now whether you believe climate change is real or not. Uh, you can't help but to hear a lot about that situation. And I mean, if you look at our coast, you can actually go to Google and look up a, uh, a I don't, I don't, it's like a time elapsed thing. Yeah, with the satellite up, data. Yeah. yeah, you can look up like a like, couple of decades past. Yeah. And like some parts of the coast haven't eroded much, but there's some parts of like, well, there were houses and like there's nothing there especially down by grand isle but then you look at some of the coastal restoration programs near the mississippi delta and we're actually gaining a little bit of land in some places so you know some of the work that's being done is good and you know we want to do everything we can to help protect the coast it's you know it's our home too wow so. um you mentioned the volunteer hours and so i guess i want to kind of elaborate a little bit more on that or allow you to elaborate um so if I were a Cox employee and I was we're volunteering, oh well, yeah, you're hiring. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll keep that. That's noted. Yeah. Um, so if I wanted to volunteer, is there restrictions on where I can volunteer? Like, what is the the scope no, of that? There's there's no restrictions um, as long as it's a five hundred one c three organization. Um, we host a volunteer fair uh, once a year where we bring in about uh, this year. I think we had sixteen nonprofits that came in to our office and talked with our employees about the work that they do. Um, it's really important volunteerism is a part of our culture. So um, I take it a, upon myself to organize at least one volunteering activity per month uh, for our employees. But, you know, sometimes it doesn't work for the employees that we have uh, based on their schedule or, you know, we did a Habitat for Humanity build and we had some people, myself included, that, you know, you probably don't want me painting your house, you know, <laughs> so like they're, they're, we, we try to use our skill sets to match. So we have employees that do more one on one things. Uh, we have some employees that are helping nonprofits uh, with their QuickBooks software. Okay. Uh, we have some nonprofits that are doing individual reading programs. Uh, one of the things I'm working on right now uh, is not even local. It's in Baton Rouge, but I'm doing an e-mentorship program with the Boys and Girls Club in Greater Baton Rouge where they're able to branch out and meet people from other communities. Um, you know, and I get paid to do it. But I would I would do it if I wasn't getting paid. <clears throat> right, right. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it, like David said, it is honestly who part of who we are. When you join the Cox culture, and the reason why I say Cox culture it doesn't take you long to realize there's a special sauce there. Somebody coined that a while back, and it's true. You know, the company is truly a special place to work. If you look at our tenure of what we have employee-wise, I mean, I'm a 21-year veteran, but even on average, you know, uh, we have a lot of people who have been with the company 20, 30 mm -hmm. plus years, and uh, it's just a great place to be part of, to be honest. So you said 20-something years, even 30 years, some of the employees are. And I bet you they have seen a lot of different 
types of technology and different oh, yeah. evolves evolve I guess uh, evolutions of what Cox is today. Like, yeah, and we just had a milestone luncheon for our oh, yeah? employees who've been there. You know, five years, ten years. We uh, recognized a guy named Flynn Green. Uh, Forty years that he's been working with us. When he started working for Cox, uh, I think we had twelve channels. I think yeah, he we didn't. We didn't have internet. <laughs> no, uh, no. He said he he started the day he turned eighteen. Yeah, he uh, he's, he doesn't look his age at all. That's why I joke about him being twelve. Yeah, I can't believe he's worked for uh, yes. for, worked at all for forty years. But for us, I mean, that's that's incredible. Yeah. So started at eighteen. Huh? Yeah. Right out the gate. Yeah. Several situations like that. God. And he's so he's. He's, is he still there? Yeah, he's still yeah. there. Like that's crazy. I know, and he's—I mean—he's out in the truck fixing lines all the okay, time. Okay. Like he's a supervisor, so he uh, oversees a lot of the stuff, especially um, you know when we when we do have an issue with our infrastructure. He's—I mean—he's so good at his job. But what's even cooler is like you know his brain is thinking of what could be wrong before we even had the technology. To troubleshoot what the problem <laughs> is. That's a good. That's a that's a talented employee. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a. I hope he doesn't ever leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's listening, maybe he'll get that. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned infrastructure, and I think that's a good segue into uh, what we were going to talk about next. So you guys have a fully deployed gig internet system through Acadiana. Mm-hmm. Correct. So. For people who do not know what that means, if you don't know what that means, and obviously you're not a tech person, Correct. and you don't watch TV, you don't browse the internet, you don't do anything, you, you probably just mow grass for a living, which is fine. But so for those people who do not know what gig internet is, maybe, um, Lewis, ex- let's explain that. Let's sure. dive into that. So, I mean, first off, I don't even like to get into like gig or gig speeds and stuff like that often, because it's going to vary based on truly what your needs are. One thing that we're very good about is we don't oversell you or try to push something towards you that you don't need. You know, what what are you trying to do either in your house or your business is the best way to describe it. That often determines on what types of speeds you need from us. Some people are fine with 150 me- uh, you know, megabits per second, okay, as far as you know, having that on their download. Other customers need that gig. We have some business customers who need 10 gigs from us. You know, we're capable here in Acadiana on the business side of the house of going up to 100 gigs. Again, it just varies on what are you trying to do. When you take very large businesses and they'll come to us and they'll say, you know, hey, I need 10 gigs of data a month. And then we go look back at their usage rate and you notice they're only using maybe two and a half, three gigs a month for like, do you really need the 10 gigs a month? A lot of people think they actually need sometimes more than they truly may or may not need. Understand, depending on what you're doing, if, you know, if you're trying to download movies constantly or something like that at your house, get the gig speed. If you're trying to do something, though, where it's just on your iPad surfing every once in a while and checking email and stuff like that, do you need that? You know, I, I think it's kind of one of those things. You know, it's kind of like, do you need... Do you need the car, you know, and not to bring in Sterling Automotive, but I mean, depending on what you're looking for, right. you know, do you need the car that has every single bell and whistle all the time, or do you need something that's more practical? And that is something that we try to actually work through our clients with, either on the business side or the residential side, to make sure that we're matching them with correctly what they need in order to 
you know, have that enjoyable experience, but also not be paying for something that they don't need. Because that's the best way I can describe it. And so whenever you're <clears throat> saying all this, are you referring to majority residential customers? Mixture. 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 Business too. I mean, because... You know, when our uh, consultants go out and speak with, let's say, a uh, potential customer or even a current customer that they're trying to renew, um, they go through and they monitor and they'll say, hey, let's uh, work with you and see exactly what you need to fit your business. What are you trying to do? Or, you know, how many security cameras do you have? You know, how many, uh, let's say, you know, computers do you have in this particular business that will be running and what kind of software will it be running? What will you be doing throughout the day? That often determines what you need. Um, you know, if you just, uh, like uh, I mentioned this last time when I was, you know, on, on here, uh, but often we think about how fast we've, or how far we've come in such a short time. When I started with Cox back in 98, we, we thought we were rolling. We had 256 kilobits per second. Okay, that was considered... That was fast. Though. That was fast. When you can download a song in 10 minutes... I mean, that was you fast. know what? That was fast. And we when were the picture just shows up. Right? Exactly. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, but but think about it. Okay, think about where we've come to where we are, or where, where we were to where we are today. Okay. And, you know, yes, we're going to continue to need more and more bandwidth depending on what's going on. You know, you have a lot of different content that continuously changes. Uh, and that's gonna make a big difference. But again, what do you do at home versus, let's say, what does David do at home versus what do I do at home? We probably all three have somewhat of a different experience. Same thing you're gonna find with business owners. There's never a one solution that often fits all. Consumer, uh, you know, when you're at your residential household, it's a little bit easier. <clears throat> Because, right. But when you get into a business, it gets more complex, and you want to make sure that you're having that consultation with one of our representatives that can actually walk you through and give you what you need uh, based off of that. You know, and we're not just about internet, we're not just about TV, we're not just about telephony. You know, there's a whole plethora of products that we offer um, over the top wise that business owners can uh, utilize from us, and I think that's key too. You know, it it becomes one of the key components a lot of people are looking for that one-stop shop for their business needs and we're trying to be that for different businesses out there i mean that's good i think any business should have the ability especially someone like cox to to, to serve in a multifaceted way uh besides just internet and tv right. um so you mentioned something about speeds and you know knowing what you need and what you don't need i think Judging from the people that I've seen and heard, um, especially, you know, avid internet users, sometimes you don't realize that the speed that you're missing is sometimes the upload speed. So like residential, you're, you're asymmetric, right? Mm -hmm. So you have a high download speed, like 150 megabits, mm -hmm. but your upload 20, speed maybe may 10 20. to 20. Yeah. Right. And so when you, uh, I guess the average consumer would be like, oh yeah, I got 150 megs, I should be able to like do all kind of stuff. And if you do a lot of uploading versus downloading, then I think it's something to look at, right? I mean, it, it is, and that's where on the business side, you know, and you're gonna find that on the business side, that's a big difference. It's not, uh, you know, versus the residential household. I mean, if you're if you're uploading a lot from your household, 
you may need to be more, you're probably running a business. Probably, yeah. Household. And if so, you call us um, from the business side. You know, on the business side, uh, we have fiber that will bring you as far as from, uh, you know, it's our Cox Optical Internet uh, product. And that's symmetrical, not asymmetrical. And again, you know, when we're saying asymmetrical uh, and we're talking about 10 gigs to a business or even 100 gigs to a business, we're talking about symmetrical, not asymmetrical on those. So, so a business, if they get 10 gigs down, they're probably getting 10 gigs up as well. It, it's symmetrical. Yeah. It's dedicated. It, it's actually our dedicated product that we bring to them. And it is one of the uh, neatest things from the perspective that you're, you know, we have SLAs that we have to meet for those customers. And we make sure that we're always meeting those SLAs for those customers. Um, you know, there's a multitude. When you hear the word fiber, you automatically think, well, I'm getting this. And what people don't often understand is, yes, you can get it. But there's also, I would say, somewhat of an asymmetrical version of fiber too out there okay um you know we offer both okay we offer i'll say the asymmetrical version of fiber and then the dedicated and that's one thing that you always want to make sure that you're clarifying too if you truly need that upload speed then you're going to want to make sure that you're getting it dedicated and we're going to make sure that we're giving you a product that's going to get you those 10 gigs down and 10 gigs up also um, on you know with our we call it our CFI product um, and it's basically a shared fiber product so it comes into a cabinet but that bandwidth is shared amongst multiple businesses it's a cheaper version of our fiber product gotcha. versus the dedicated version the dedicated version you're not no one's on that but you as a business and I think that's what people sometimes get confused because there's so many flavors you know it's kind of you know it's like the ice cream shop i'm not going to name which one but you know the 31 flavors um you know there are a there are so many different ways that technology can be delivered to you today and people often look at it from well do i go with the cheapest and but is that going to meet your needs and i think that's why it's so important that you have the proper consultation to make sure that you're truly understanding your business needs. And that's key, um, especially for any business, because you wanna make sure that you're able to not only manage your internal uh, employee base, but also your customers. That's what keeps the doors open. Right. And that's why we like to come in and do customized solutions based off of your business needs. That's a lot of information right there. Isn't it? Yeah, like if you're listening, that's a lot of information. Um, but obviously, uh, you guys have the ability to help someone uh, with any need, whether they want to be on the cheaper side. You guys can explain to them, you know, if you are going to the cheaper route, there are some, I'd say loosely, limitations depending on what you want to do. Mm -hmm. now, I mean, I can give you 100 megs downstream today for as little as seventy four ninety nine a month if that's what works for you on the business side. Um, you know, we're getting into uh, the dedicated fiber side i mean that can vary on pricing based off of you know where you're at and everything else there's just a multitude of different things it's a totally different uh, 
I guess, best way to describe it, model that we have to look right. at. And it's not like an easy, let me just look in the book and give you a price. It's not that simplistic. Well, if, uh, if you'll allow me to get a little nerdy, not too nerdy, but a little nerdy. Well, I'll try to answer because I'm not, I'm not too, too nerdy. I'm more of the marketer. <laughs> so so the, nerd, the way I, I, I guess I'm looking at that is I recently just had to make a decision on uh, hosting for a website that I'm doing outside of developing Lafayette, just something, a project. Mm-hmm. And, and I knew this a while back, but it's whenever you get to that point to make a decision – when it comes to technology, like you said, the cheaper options are a lot of times shared options that you can, you know, part up that, but you still, all those shared pieces put together make up a grander total for that, that company. Correct. So hosting a website is interesting because you have servers and you have dedicated servers. Yeah. And this is, this is very, very similar to what you're talking about. And then you have servers that are shared servers. And when people are browsing, like, let's say you're about to start an internet business and you're trying to figure out a place to host your website, you're going to see a ton of cheap options. Correct. And whenever I first started developing Lafayette, I was on a cheap option, like literally $5 a month, which is, for the average user, good. But I was starting to pull a lot of traffic in Mm -hmm. and the server would just crash. And I was like, why is the server crashing? And so I... I dug into it, and I found that I was on a shared server with potentially hundreds, if not thousands, of other websites right. using the same <clears throat> server CPU wow. and data coming through. And I'm like, that could be why my website's crashing every time I make a post. Because as soon as several hundred people got on, crashed, white screen for two hours, and it would never show up. So I was like, okay. I need to look at like upgrading, but I was like, I don't want to spend a whole lot because I'm not making a whole lot. Right. Like, how do I upgrade and still like save money? And so I looked into a couple of options and I found a way to have a, a server. This I think it's still shared to a sense, but it's less shared. There's like different tiers. There and stuff. is. And, you know, talking about that, actually, um, a couple of years back, Cox actually bought a company called Rapid Scale. And uh, it is a Cox business company today, but they actually offer everything from shared to dedicated servers they actually will do remote desktop for keeping your pcs uh up to date as far as software as far as security um you know they'll download remotely office 365 they back up all your files everything is cloud-based and that's where a lot of things are going to you know everything's going into the cloud so for business owners they like that and what's so good about it and it's very it's very good i mean i remember you know, even at the Cox office when I first started, you know, we had the servers over there in the corner. We don't have that anymore. Everything's cloud-based. It's backed up at multi, uh, multiple locations, you know, around the world and stuff like that uh, just for safety. You need that. Yeah, you yeah, need it's... to have that uh, because, you know, something would happen unfortunate, you know, either fire or whatever type of disaster that would happen. If you have all your records in that one mm-hmm. spot, guess what? <laughs> You're not in a good spot at all. Not and at all. so... You know, that is, uh, rapid scale to me was one of uh, the best investments we made from that perspective because it, you know, everything from SD-WAN to uh, just security to backup to having Office 365 um, and then the server and then the whole recovery piece plus an entire dedicated team who is there for you 24 seven. So you 
let's say you know something happens at this but you need to keep it going you decide to go hey i'm moving over to this location i need to get everything back up and running there you can get on the phone with them they're there and saying here we go this is how we're going to handle it and you know it's pretty cool it's pretty neat to see this particular group handle that so it's called rapid scale rapid scale all one word okay yes. uh, so it's scale. basically it's a, it's it's a website hosting company correct well it's not just website hosting. not just website. It's, yeah, right. it's, it's it's truly like for your pc you know <clears throat> one of the biggest challenges or i would say uh time uh you know, uses a lot of time is somebody to go around and make sure that all the PCs have the latest okay. security software, have the latest regular software, you know, for 365, whatever it may be, um, you know, and making sure that things are backed up properly. This team is a remote team gotcha. that does that for okay. your business. Okay. So that is their full-time job. And that's what they do. They make sure that everything for your business is running as seamlessly as possible, all remotely. And uh, if something would happen, they're a backup, they're cloud, everything's in the cloud for you. And so all your records are right there, ready to go if you move or whatever it may be. It's super cool. It's kind of like if you think about a, a race car driver is your IT department, the rapid scale is like your pit crew. Yep. Okay. Like they keep everything running. So it's uh, it's super neat. It's like an offsite remote help desk. And they have they have offices, you know, located in North Carolina and in California, and everything's remote, so that way they're making sure they're redundant with servers all over the world. So, is this something you guys offer to your business clients? Is like yes, okay, it's okay. for business owners. Because I've never heard of it. Until I know, now. I know, it's, I know. it's new for us. Yeah, it's, okay. it's only yeah. been we acquired it a few years back, and uh, you know, of course, like anything, you're trying to make sure that you're bringing it in and integrating it as pro properly as possible. Right. The neat thing about rapid scale is it's it's owned by Cox, but it's kept independent of Cox. And so meaning that even though Cox owns this particular company, uh, they function somewhat on their own. Like our sales consultant, when they come speak with you, they will talk to you about it, and then they'll bring in a local rapid scale representative to okay. actually do the analytical portion of analyzing your business to make sure that they're building out the proper solution from a cloud-based perspective. You know, our consultants that work for, directly for Cox Business are great at giving you that deep dive look into your business from a technical perspective. If let's say you need uh, from how much bandwidth you may need, if it's symmetrical or asymmetrical, if if you need a phone system, and we also provide the hardware for the phone systems in the business. Um, if you need video, you know, of course, that's where we started. Um, you know, they'll they'll give you that whole in depth uh, proposal along with managed Wi-Fi services. You know, that way when if let's say one of the neatest things that we have from a managed Wi-Fi perspective is let's say you uh, will just go to an automotive dealership okay well people come in there what are they wanting to do pull out their phones get on wi-fi but you don't want your wi-fi for your business mixed with right. what your consumers are right and so we actually come in and we build out the system and that way you have your own dedicated wi-fi for wi-fi for your employees and for your business versus the uh, the Wi-Fi that your customers are on, and you're giving them a great experience too, and so it keeps though from a security perspective those two parts separate, which is key today. I mean, because you don't want someone think about how easy it is to get hacked. Yeah, you want to make sure that you're keeping that firewall and keeping that security where it, where it needs to be, and that's what we build out solutions on. 
Well, that's this is all amazing stuff to hear about. Like some of the stuff is, <clears throat> is so new to me. Like, but speaking of getting hacked, um, you know you can get hacked by just sitting at a coffee shop. Yes, mm-hmm. that is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, if you hop on a Wi-Fi that's essentially unsecure, even yep. if it's secure, if somebody's on it that is up to no good, Correct. I mean, you can have some trouble. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, been, I've been hearing a lot about this uh, VPN type stuff where you can just have a VPN built into your phone even or on your computer. And basically, it, it kind of like, I don't know the best terminology, but um, it basically puts your device and makes it appear to be in a different location. Well, it, it, there's that, and I'm not as familiar with that. Forgive me. I'm just not – I don't get that technical. That's nerdy. That's uh, super that, nerdy. Yeah, that, that's, you know, that's where I would need to get one of our engineers in here who can yeah. definitely help you. Uh, but I'll go back for business owners with rapid scale. A lot yeah. of people are wanting to work, let's say, remotely like David was yep. talking about earlier. One of the cool things about it is, is that this particular product – when they're managing everything, you can go sit in that coffee shop and not have to worry about your employee or even you as the owner getting hacked because the way everything is handled through a VPN perspective, they make sure that they're keeping that PC that you're on secure. Okay. And so, so it sounds like you might have a, a VPN, a virtual or private network. Through our rapid yeah. scale yeah. product, they have a multitude of different things. That's, that's amazing. Like, yeah. Yes. Cool. And so that's why, you know, to me, it's uh, one of the more exciting products. Uh, I was glad when we actually uh, were able to uh, partner and acquire this company. Uh, they have people that are way smarter than me, for sure, <laughs> who are over there and uh, who know exactly you know the details. And I'm just touching very high level. Ben, don't bring me down yeah. into the weeds because oh, I no. would not <laughs> know. Um, but but you know, it's one of those things. You know, as a marketer, you know enough to be dangerous, and that's where I am <laughs> with the product. But it's a I, I cannot even tell you how neat it is and how needed it is by business owners. And when, you know, our consultants go speak with them, they're like, oh, I didn't even think about that. You know, like kind of like how you're reacting right now. Like, yeah, I do need this, you know. And I think it's one of those things that it, it, it's, it's a product offering that truly is there to help business owners keep functioning with their business like it needs to and not having to worry about do I have the proper do I have the latest security software on right. my, or my, on my PC do I have the latest office software to make sure that I can read files from my clients if let's say you're an accountant or something like that or whatever it may be you know you want to make sure that you have all the latest available without having to run down to you know somewhere and get you know let's say or download you know, go to each PC and download that latest software and make sure it's up to date. This is all done remotely for you seamlessly. Yeah, I'm finding that as I get busier with what I'm doing, because whenever I was younger, I was like, oh man, you know, updating your computer and like making sure it's protected is super easy. Like how come people don't really take more time to do this? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. now I'm realizing (laughs) like, I can barely have have time to eat lunch. I find myself eating lunch at three o'clock in the daytime because I'm like, where did it go? I'm doing all this stuff. And I'm like, I tell myself, okay, it's 1130. I need to go eat lunch. And I'm like, by the time I'm looking at my clock, it's 230. I'm like, um, am I even hungry anymore? Like, so it's, um, well, and did you get the right software that right. you needed for? Right. Protecting? I mean, you never, know. sometimes 
you know, you can get download software, and if you don't download the right software or the, the right uh, version, you know, you can run into some issues. Exactly. Uh, it, sometimes it takes two or three hours to set up certain software. I'm like, who really has time for that anymore? Like, I thought I used to have plenty of time. And imagine all that done for you remotely. Yeah. Right, Not yeah. even having to worry about it. Not having to worry about it. Well... We could probably talk about that yeah, all day. Yeah, we could go a long way. Uh, <laughs> there, we, we are at 35 minutes, so I want to start wrapping up. But there is something that uh, that's not mentioned on here yet. We got one more thing to talk about, and then we'll get back on the, the Get Started Medical uh, pitch. Um, there is something happening in as far as communications go that is next level as far as cellular communications go. Okay. Are you guys at all anywhere involved in 5G? That's the big thing that's happening now. So, well, for 5G, I mean, like, like are we involved? Yeah. Uh, yes, but as a backhaul provider, yeah. we don't have any business uh, in terms of 5G. So we're working right now with local governments um, across the country to determine the best way to deploy, you know, but when we're talking about 5G, what we would provide would be like a backhaul for perhaps a, a cellular company. You'd be uh, the backbone. Right? We'd be the backbone for right. it because we already have the infrastructure in place, you know, so there's that. But what we're looking at right now, like 5G is cool, you know, but we're looking at 10G right now. 10G? Yeah. God, stop. I know. <laughs> and I have an infographic I can share with you when I get back to the office that people might be interested. But Cox is, um, over the next several years, we're investing $10 billion in infrastructure um, to get us to where we can offer 10G residentially. Because when you look at people and the way that they're living their lives, I didn't know until I signed up with Cox to get my services, how many devices I have in my house that depend on the internet. I didn't even think about it. I mean, we've got a, a rice cooker that's smart. What? We've got we've got a Roomba. Yeah. You know, we've got uh, Netflix in three rooms. You know, we've got phones, iPads, computers, and I never thought about probably it have like, like that. fifteen to twenty different devices. Yeah, and more. that's and like I probably don't even have that many because I go <laughs> to my my brother in law's house uh, where they've got three kids. All the kids have an iPad. I mean, it's like you look, everything's connected. So you know, as our needs change the speeds will need to change as well. And so that's why we're committed to 10G. Yeah. So while we are involved as a backhaul provider um, and we're working with local governments to determine the best way to deploy that on behalf of other companies, we're, we're already looking at what's next. Yeah, and he, you know, he's definitely right. He's, he's referencing you know, to the home, we're gonna have 10G to kind of come back to what you're referencing, small cell, mm -hmm. okay? Also, uh, yes, we are involved in that. We're working with local governments. Um, we're providers, and I'll just leave it there. Uh, your wireless providers are actually coming to us, and they're utilizing us in some cases to actually offer "quote unquote" five G technology, which yeah. isn't doesn't mean five gigs. A lot of people automatically think, no, yeah, you right, know, right. that wireless five G means I'm gonna get five gigs. God, no, that's not the case. Um, and so we're working with these different providers, wireless providers, to offer that uh, for them. And they come to us and they're like, you know, would you deploy this? And, you know, then they basically pay us to help them with their cellular service. Uh, but we are not, you know, into the uh, cellular service gotcha. itself. But okay. we, we are for... Uh, 
several large wireless carriers, to David's point, the backhaul um, in one way, shape, or form. We're just actually, you know, today a lot of it is to the cellular towers. You're going to see it more on, you know, the uh, as far as it'll be blended in. You won't see it. That's the neat part. But it'll be. I mean, you're going to have some areas where you'll see a small cell every block. Well, you won't see it because that's the cool part about yeah. it. You don't, yeah. you don't Unless you're looking it. for it. Right, exactly. You'd right. have to know what you're looking yeah. for. Um, and, uh, but, you know, and depending on what type of density. Uh, and there's a cool video that kind of talks about how the whole 5G works. And, you know, it's true. The, the more bandwidth that you're trying to deliver the closer to that you have to bring in that uh, entire uh, network closer and closer in order to provide it and that becomes the biggest challenge you know and when you uh, i'm envisioning and you know there's a lot of people if you go look i'm not just throwing this out there there are a lot of experts out there who are saying 5g is not going to be something that's going to be rolled out overnight and if you look at you know like apple okay let's just take them for example why haven't they you know, with the iPhone rolled out of 5G yet. Why? Because it's not prevalent, really. There's just right. very few areas where you can go in the country right now and experience 5G. Mm-hmm. There's a couple in cities, uh, major cities, um, like New York and even in parts of Connecticut and stuff. You find it also in certain major stadiums where NFL games are played. Um, but beyond that, there's just not a whole lot of area, and it's because of the cost. I mean, David was talking about how we're putting over $10 billion over the next you know, several years into uh, our infrastructure. I mean, that's a lot of money. Well, think about you know, from a wireless perspective. You know, you're trying to blanket the entire uh, country, and like I said, you know, some of these you're going to see you know, every block of small cell depending on the density and stuff and wh- where you're trying to get to. So you know, from a cost perspective... I, I think it's going to be quite interesting. I read an article just on Tuesday that uh, China is already looking at rolling out 6G. Um, of course, so, China. Yeah. Come on. So, I mean, you know, but I mean, think about it. Think about how we're going to go back to the beginning when we started talking about this. How fast technology <clears throat> has transpired from where we were to where we are today. That's right. Where will we be tomorrow? And it is becoming extremely costly for anyone to keep up with this, you know. And... Uh, we're very fortunate that we, you know, are a family privately owned company and the family is 100% dedicated to keeping this moving forward. Um, but there's a lot of expenses that continue to play, you know, a lot of companies out there. And, you know, we're, uh, like I said, on the, the fortunate side because we have the knowledge base. We have the, you know, we have experts and then plus we have a family who's dedicated to continuing this. Wow. So, I mean, there. there uh... We have very limited time. I could probably keep going, uh, but uh, I will say this: uh, I post, I made a post about five G. AT and T's putting five G nodes mm-hmm. in town now. According to uh, a, a government affairs uh, associate with AT and T, and then also a, um, I guess, a communications expert uh, with AT and T, they have said they are not active. Correct. Yet, so. Uh, and they also said that it's not 5G. So I'm not sure. It's obviously 5G nodes. It, they're, they're, they look, they're lower. I, I don't know. They're the cans. Yeah. It looks but, like 5G, at least, yeah. from the yeah. pictures. I, I don't want to speak to someone right, right. No, I mean, I'm not, yeah. I definitely don't want to make you come across like you're speaking for them. But just, yeah. just doing the research, it, it's definitely, it looks like a pathway to 5G. Like, it looks like the, the setup. But 
people are kind of confused with 5G, and I'm, I mean, rightfully so. Like, the power that's produced from the antennas or the 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 the, the nodes. It's like some people are thinking that it's going to melt their brains. <laughs> essentially like it's gonna fry their brain cells because it's so powerful but i'm like i i don't think they would actually do that but no you don't. i doubt it but, but well there's, there's a lot of concerns yeah. and that's why you know that's why we're taking it slow yeah, to yeah. roll out and and addressing and meeting with local officials to determine the best course of action moving forward okay you know we're, we're committed to people being connected yeah um it's our whole brand we right you know we want people to be connected well, let's not let's not get into conspiracy theory because uh, people love that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's fun to talk about, but it can get kind of crazy. So we have one more thing. You guys are uh, you have a program called Connect to Compete. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. What is Connect to Compete? Connect to Compete. Um, families can qualify for this if they have children from kindergarten through high school, um, and if they uh, qualify for certain government benefits, uh, such as free and reduced lunch. Uh, we have a deeply discounted internet program uh, for families where we go in, we set up Wi-Fi, we provide the router, and it's under $10 a month. Um, and that's something that we do. Um, our company uh, doesn't make money off of it, obviously, but it's one of those things where we're so committed to education and bridging the technical divide. I mean, when you look at uh, parts of Lafayette, you can go to certain parts of Lafayette where it's called like a food desert, right? There's no fresh food there's right. no grocery stores we've just got convenience stores um and you know there are a lot of families who are not necessarily uh like what you would call below the poverty level but they're definitely working paycheck to paycheck and their children qualify for certain benefits because you know uh times are tough for a lot of families and so uh connect can be provides internet service so that the children can actively compete educationally and academically um, anyone with kids knows that uh, the progress reports now are online uh, the some of the homework assignments report are cards, online yeah, the report us. cards are online everything is digital <clears throat> and you know uh, mom or dad's hotspot on their cell phone is not going to cut it for what they need so um, you know in a lot of communities we've gone in and helped uh, some families by providing uh, some of the technology as well uh, through Chromebooks and other devices but um, really that internet program is very important to us it's dear to our, our company it's dear to our CEO it's really important to me because uh, I, I really believe that kids need to have the tools to make themselves not only literate obviously literate but but digitally literate so that they can compete and be successful we don't want anybody to have a roadblock you know right i mean that so it kind of brings me to a thought that you know back in the 90s i say early 90s because the late 90s started coming through but there were there were times where families or people looking for jobs didn't know how to use computers right but their the job that they were applying for required you to at least know how to operate a computer to some degree yeah and like if you didn't know how to operate a computer you were out like so this is kind of in a similar sense that you know these Kids nowadays, anybody growing up, anybody living should know how to use technology and have access to, you know, internet and being able to get, you know, certain things like schooling and then, you know, education. All that's super important. Of course, there's other things that are not educational. but um, And in addition to the connection, just the computer literacy is huge. And um, on our website, it's cox.com slash connect to compete and the number two, connect to compete. 
um, we've got a whole online digital forum for parents uh, to talk about things they should be looking for. We've got courses about financial literacy. We've got it in English and Spanish. And in fact, we just opened in coordination with SLCC and the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce a computer resource center at South Louisiana Community College that people can go to um, access these courses, access the Chromebooks, and uh, you know do work that that maybe they can't do at home. So uh, you know we're committed to making sure people are connected. Wow, that's that's awesome. Yeah, and to David's point, I mean a lot of people don't realize this. Our founder James Cox, prior to getting into the newspaper business, was an English teacher, mm-hmm. and so uh, that's where a lot of this stems from, and that's really cool. So he obviously education background. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. sees the importance in it. Well, awesome. Well, guys, I really appreciate you guys coming on to talk about this. Oh, uh, thank you. I mean, I love I love all of it. I'm a technology nerd, and then to know that kids can get access, you know, families who are maybe struggling paycheck to paycheck can get mm-hmm. access to internet and not have to worry about paying a hundred bucks for it right. a month is uh, it's really nice. Um, David Dakan, appreciate you. You are Cox Public Affairs Manager, yeah. uh, which is so interesting. And then Louis Lemoyne, we always appreciate you coming on. You're our Senior Marketing Manager. Uh, both great people. Um, thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming on. And one time for the the road, our sponsor is Sterling Automotive Group. Uh, you know, purchase a car. They have tons of locations. Like I said, five cities, three parishes, over uh, 800 quality premium vehicles. Uh, I saw a commercial last night that said that they have over 1,100. So obviously they have, a, they're always getting more. Um, you can check them out at saveitsterling.com. And Mr. Art's a good dude. Yeah, Art, yeah, he, he is a good dude. But, uh, you know, he, it's, a, it's a great community. And so we're going to see a lot more growth, I'm sure, through um, this local business. And then you can check them out on Facebook too. Uh, Facebook, Sterling Auto. And then also... We want to mention one more time, uh, Get Started Medical, if you want to go ahead and tell people where to go for that. Yes. Uh, so Get Started Medical will be held at Acadiana Center for the Arts. That'll be next Thursday, November 14th, 5 p.m. till 6.30 will be a social event where we'll have great food catered uh, from Joey's. And of course, uh, right after that at 6.30 will be the pitch competition, which we have some amazing judges uh, that will be coming in. Uh, to help with this from Dr. Vindell Washington uh, with Blue Cross Blue Shields and Maycorp with Oshner, C. N. Robinson with uh, Lafayette General, um, Sujata Gosling with Cox uh, Communications who is uh, head of our innovation and then Molly Haggard uh, who actually is an entrepreneur herself who's doing extremely well. Uh, so those will be the five judges and like I said some great companies so if you're able to attend we'd love to have you just please go register at www.getstartedmedical.com all one word that's www.getstartedmedical.com because we do need to have you registered uh, just to make sure that number one uh, from a capacity ACA holds about 300 people so we're, we're already uh, pushing. We just had a meeting this morning. We're kind of pushing that 250, 260 mark. Uh, so there's only a few spots left. So if you want to go, make sure that you hurry up and register to attend. Nice. Hey, that's good. You guys are filling it up. Well, uh, again, we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, getstartedmedical.com, right? Dot com. Yeah, go check that out. If you haven't registered and you want to go, register now because you probably won't have a seat soon if you don't. And you get to see all the pictures too uh, in their profile on there.
Nice. So it's pretty neat. Uh, and then full disclosure, I mean, Cox Business is a sponsor of Developing Lafayette, so we, uh, of course, appreciate that. Uh, it keeps me doing this and the stuff that I love to do with the community. And so uh, I think we all are uh, about the community. Yeah. Obviously, you guys are so connected into it. So again, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks, thank guys. you. Have a good one. For information on sponsoring the Tea Podcast by Developing Lafayette, go to our website at developinglafayette.com and click Advertise.